welcome to the Board Game Snobs podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Oh man, this is weird. Hello everybody, Jerry here. This is not our 100th episode of the Board Game Snobs podcast. This is not an episode of the Board Game Snobs podcast. This is a a self-quarantine special. We at the Board Game Snobs have decided, of course, to enact social distancing. So, I, unfortunately, am not at our recording studios, which is the extra bedroom at Gobby's house. Rather, I'm at the comfort of my own home some hour away from Gobby. And I get stir-crazy. So thus, I stole a microphone before I left Gobby's house at our last recording, and I've decided that perhaps maybe we will record something separately for a change. And post it and do it maybe daily or every other day. I don't know. It just depends on how stir crazy I'm getting. Because essentially, I'm going to work. I'm coming home. Just drive me insane. You know how it is. So, let's talk about something. This is weird not having Gobby here to uh, interrupt me or anything of that nature. I couldn't help but see that several of our listeners have requested a pod snap to finish up on The Mandalorian. We got lazy and didn't finish it. So, of course, me and Gobby are planning on uh, planning on doing that, but I couldn't help but notice the new news regarding Rosario Dawson being added to The Mandalorian Season 2, and apparently she has been cast as Ahsoka Tano. Now, all you Star Wars fans out there love Ahsoka because you are probably much like my eight-year-old little girl, who, for when we introduced her to Star Wars, she wanted to watch the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon animated series, whatever. I wasn't big on it. I, of course, reluctantly watched it with her and then became hooked, and for some reason was very disappointed that nobody told me how great that series was. And her favorite character, of course, was Ahsoka. And mine, too. So, looking forward to that. I like I like. Rosario Dawson. She was, uh, she's been in a lot of bad movies, though. I mean, she's a great actress, but, uh, her herself, she's, the, the movie she's been in, I can't think of any good ones that I remember seeing her in. She was in Alexander, I believe, that flopped. Uh, that, that, that was a horrible movie. And, uh, yeah. So, that's looking good. Maybe uh, season two of The Mandalorian will bring back my uh, Bill Burr. That's who I'm looking forward to. Bill Burr. You know that a uh, he was in probably the weakest episode of season one of Mandalorian. Spoil, spoiler alert. But uh, I, I like him as a comedian. He's a funny guy. He does good in interviews. And that particular episode, well, I'll save that. Me and Gobby will get together and talk about that. But I really liked Bill Burr as a whole in those characters. And I like the episodic nature of Mandalorian. There was an overarching story, but there were just several episodes that were just like they're going on an adventure not connected with the main story. I'll be interested in seeing if Season 2 will keep that up. I kind of like that one-off little story, little Western theme to it. That was kind of interesting. But what I really enjoyed about The Mandalorian was its music, its soundtrack. I thought that was very well done. The composer of the soundtrack was a Ludwig Jorgensen. I believe he, from looking him up of some of his other works, he also was the composer for the soundtrack of Creed, which I haven't seen. That's the like eighth Rocky movie. Creed 2, which I also haven't seen. 
Black Panther, which I also haven't seen, Venom, which Gobby keeps telling me I need to see. Uh, so he is a Swedish, I think I got his name right, Jorgensen. I'm trying to get better at pronouncing these names, these Swedish names. He's got the two dots above the O in his name. The umlauts or umlauts. I'm, I'm sorry, Sweden, for butchering your language and everybody else who has those dots above your vowels. Either way, he's a very interesting composer. I really like the soundtrack uh, that Ludwig Jorgensen did for The Mandalorian. It, that must have been a daunting task. I was reading up about some of the work that he put into it. It was four hours of original music that he had to pin for those eight episodes of season one of The Mandalorian. Four hours worth of music. It just seems like a daunting task. Also, you know that he must have been worried about the comparison that people were going to be making uh, with John Williams, the famed original Star Wars uh, composer, who made the music such an integral part of the series. I mean, nobody can imagine watching Star Wars without that epic music to it. And so I really think he did a really nice job, and I hope that he's the same composer. Uh, for the Mandalorian season two, and if you haven't heard or just sat back and enjoyed that soundtrack of the Mandalorian, I highly recommend it. They were posting it on YouTube as the episodes were coming out, so I was just a, as excited to listen to the soundtrack as I was to watch the shows, and it's very nice. I like to listen to it while I'm reading. It's kind of got that nice orchestra sound to it. Anyways, keeping with the Star Wars theme, since that seems to be what I'm stuck on here, apparently. Uh, and thinking about all you people who are, uh, like myself, self-quarantining, thinking of your favorite Star Wars-themed board game. Well, there's been several that we have played here recently. Uh, the one that comes to mind, of course, was Star Wars Outer Rim, which we didn't particularly enjoy. It, it was okay. It It felt like a very generic, very lightweight, Pick up and deliver a game. Uh, honestly, I, I you can listen to our episode on it. I honestly preferred Firefly over that. And now that we've discovered Zaya, which I think Gobby's going to release our Zaya episode uh, earlier this week, so I might not spoil that. But FYI, we really like Zaya, and so look forward to that. But yeah. The other Star Wars game that we both really enjoy and that it's frustrating to get to the table, though, is Star Wars Rebellion, which came out in 2016, a fantasy flight game. The only problem I had with Star Wars Rebellion was, one, it's very awkward in the teaching of it and learning of it. it there, there's just this one particular mechanic that you kind of have to wrap your mind around. Uh, TI4 players won't have a hard time with it, but it's basically utilizing characters to activate certain sections of the boards and then moving the ships. It's a, th that, for some reason, was hard for many people to learn. Uh, and the combat in it wasn't that great. I did find, though, that the expansion fixed the combat. So, really good. Really good. And we need to get that back to the table because I highly suspect if we played Star Wars Rebellion more often, it would uh, it would creep up into our top ten because it's it's an excellent game. We have not, however, been playing a lot of Destiny, Star Wars Destiny. I really enjoyed playing Star Wars Destiny just because I enjoyed the collectible aspect of it and the cards and the rolling dice. Uh, it's a two-player dice rolling kind of... For somebody who doesn't play Magic the Gathering or games of that nature, and I'm not into that living card games or, or, or deck-building type games, this was 
I just don't get into them. But I found that this Star Wars theme with the dice and the artwork and how quickly it played. Star Wars Destiny really did. We really did enjoy that. And unfortunately, I believe they're discontinuing it. So I'm sure you can find a couple of those starter kits out there for real cheap. But most of you are probably, again, like myself, you're having to turn to playing either solo board games or other means to entertain yourself during these trisome times. And so if you're like me, and perhaps you have a computer, and you uh, have now finally got decent internet to your home, you're finding that occasionally it's nice to do something other than just board gaming. I, at times, have often recommended various video games that I enjoy to play that are, strangely enough, they're very board game-like. And again, keeping with that Star Wars theme, I found on Steam, or SteamPower.com, everybody knows what Steam is, they have the old Knights of the Republic Star Wars RPG game, and that is one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played. This is even recommended by Enrique, who does not like RPG video games. Enrique's doing well. He's still, he himself is also quarantined because of his uh, high risk of, you know, being infected. But yeah, Knights of the Old Republic, probably one of the best Star Wars RPG games. Well, no, it is the best Star Wars RPG game I've ever played. Uh, and it's it's a uh, it's got an excellent story. Yeah, like I said, it's old school. If you're looking for an, uh, a neat story, I highly recommend it. That's Knights of the Old Republic. I think that's what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just daily going to get on and hook up my microphone and recommend odd things and ramble for about 10 minutes. This is a, this is a thing that I'm going to start doing until this virus thing has passed. I think this is going to be the new norm. This is very awkward, having to talk to myself. I'm used to Gobby bald head interjecting and saying things or puns or something of this nature this is odd i have talked seamlessly for 10 minutes now this is a new feeling for me well that's all this is it that's is it i'm stopping this uh in connection with next week uh we have our episode about zaya and i believe uh, another space game for which i forget and then we have another episode that we'll be releasing uh, where we interviewed mr dan throt or dan thoreau of spacebiff.com you get to look forward to that we accidentally posted that ahead of time so some of you may have already heard that but then we took it down because we didn't want to post all of our episodes at once we kind of like to drag them out but anyways that's next week and then we have our 99th episode for which we have a guest on our show and we're not saying who the guest is it's well, it's not like he's he's important or anything. It's just that y'all don't know him. But he's a fan of the show. And we thought, you know, hey, something special. Let's have somebody else on the show that we can banter with. Because Enrique's been out sick. Bubba's working. We like to have a third wheel. And so we had a longtime listener join us on our podcast. And, uh, yeah, he was okay. He, 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 uh, he has his own podcast. He started his own podcast about uh, uh, board games. It's not as good as ours. But, you know, we figured having him on our show would be a nice way to keep him from stalking us. Anyways, so this is Jerry, and Gobby's not here, and I don't know how to stop this thing. There's a... What, what did I... Turn this off. <laughs>